yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now entered Squared Circle 101. You got your man, Mr. Pinky Ray, shining sunny ill. Now with me today, my man's been through a lot of adversity and yet, his toughest competition in life is a 50-year-old white woman. My man, Shooter, how you doing today? You like that one? I knew you liked hey, that one, right? Hey, no, that's, that doesn't, no, I don't like that one because I'm low-key upset that I told you that. Uh, I, like, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm pissed. I was hoping you stuttered this time so me and Lowe keep making fun of you. Nah, it's okay. Well, here, we are here to talk about the sweet science. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squirt Circle 101. Hit us up on Gmail with some feedback. Download the app, tell your friends and family, or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkingSmack101 or at Instagram, forward slash squared circle 101. Are you feeling good today? Man, no, man. I'm hurt. My feelings is is hurt, man. You let everybody know of my Achilles heel, man. His Achilles heel. White woman? No. Oh, okay. Just, uh, Just, Just being competitive, man. Now, I hope you're giggling like me. Let's feel a little better and talk about RCF Fitness. No, RCF. CrossFit. RCF CrossFit at IAMRCF.com. That is a stuttering website. Nah, that's just you stuttering, man. Me and Lowe. I uh, am RCF. Nah, me and Lowe was talking about that the other day. He was like, what the hell's going on with Sonny, man? Why is he stuttering or whatever? I'm that excited and I'm that hyped because I feel so great when we discuss this stuff. IAMRCF.com forward slash contact. This is fitness. This is wellness. This is CrossFit. Make sure you check him out. RCF CrossFit. Yeah. And test yourself. Yeah. Two weeks free trial. We I got people it. signing up from the show locally. Yeah, man. I um, I love it. A uh, little backstory is no, like, no, dead serious. Like, one of my biggest competitions, man, or my, this is older lady who goes there, man. She's a former gymnast. And, like, literally, I go in there every day with the mindset to beat her just because, man. And then, of course, all the weights are scaled to what you can do. So, mm-hmm. like, she's doing the top of her class, and mm-hmm. I'm doing the top of my class, but she stays beating me. So, like, this I'm sitting here. This woman is five foot five, a buck thirty. It don't matter no, what you are. She's probably a buck twenty. Maybe. Look, it don't great matter shape. who you are. She, Yeah, she's in great shape. No, but Three literally, literally, I'm sitting here laying on the ground half dead this morning. <gasps> this morning, can't breathe. And the only thing I could muster out was, what is what was Katrina's time? Like that's the only <laughs> that's the only thing I worried about, man. I'm dead. I'm dying. I couldn't really move. That's all I wanted to know was, did I beat Katrina? And yes, I beat her by five reps. So today was a personal best. So I was happy about Not that. Not bad considering that now the scorecard is one to ten. But that's one on the board. That's one on the board. Hey, man, hey, the first the, the first, first win off. is always the hardest. That's right. That's right. Check them out. IamRCF.com forward slash contact. Find the location near you. If you are in Western Washington and you want to test yourself, test yourself with the best. In West Washington, three years running, King 5 Evening Magazine. This is the place to be. They're growing so big, they got to find a new location to train. They got to find a new gym because they're getting this big. This is how hyped and good they are. You're not going to find anybody with these prices. They're competitive with the pricing compared to anybody else. And we know some broke, cheap people, and they're signing up. Nah, but it's not even just that, man. Like, it's the best training. We actually just got a new dude, former football player, who came in. And and he went to one the the... RCF CrossFit is ranked number one. He actually just came from the number two gym. And, mm. and like this guy is sitting here, he's huffing and puffing and breathing all hard and hurt every day too. You guys so it's call just him like, number two. Okay. <laughs> so um, just go. I can't go. I can't Check describe it. it. You, Check that's it all you gotta do. You gotta find out. We had we some last dudes that didn't believe us, thought it was nothing, was throwing up. 
Hey, take our word uh, for it. You'll feel good. You'll feel better even after you spew. Hey, let me get this out the way first, okay. man. The, um, I never remembered. I never was bad at basketball. I was always pretty good. Mm-hmm. But even then, I had to work on my craft and you know to get better to get to where you know I was respected by a lot of people. And then that's with almost anything that you do. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, and it's being self aware. Mm-hmm. Great things take time. That's right. Simple. Real simple. It's really I love easy. It. I love man. it. I love it's, it's, it's a process. Everything is a process. You trust in the process, but great things takes time, man. Step by step. And it's funny. It's just like a, how you know, life already. That's the name of my sex tape. Step by step? Nope. Great things take time, baby. Oh, God. No. Ooh, best uh, volume two, though. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Um, I read something somewhere a long time ago that said, you know, you swear day by day, nothing changes. And then one day you look back and everything is different from what it was, man. And you, you see the growth in yourself, man. So great things take time, man. So, um, but um, RCF CrossFit, um, actually, we got a, the next dude that we're talking about. Doesn't his mom go to the Renton one? Wow, what a coincidence how this is leading up into it. Because we're going to talk about some UFC and DJ Mighty Mouse Johnson. Why? Well, because he's, he's a bad man. Yeah, I'm going to say that's a bad man right there. And... He's also representing from Kirkland, Washington. I like to do a lot. One thing I want to talk about Demetrius Johnson is this is a man that UFC fighters are lucky this is a small brother. Because kind of like Iverson. Just like y'all lucky he wasn't. You guys lu- are lucky, so, yeah. so lucky. Because the guy he fought, Wilson Reyes, was <clears throat> the number one contender. And what do you think about just the size difference looking at him? Uh, yeah, he was a little bit. He was a little bit smaller. Um, dude was just as athletic and uh, just as quick as him. But um, it's like we say, man, time time will tell. Yep, class time tells over class. time. Yes, it does. Demetrius Johnson, they created a whole weight division for him because they got tired of watching him beat up bigger dudes, and now he's beating up everybody in that weight division. The toughest fight out there. They're looking at a possible match with him and uh, Cody Garbrandt. You're looking at me like I know who these guys are. Cody I know. Garbrandt. I know who Mighty Mouse is. Cody Garbrandt. We talked first fight. Uh, the boxer turned MMA. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he's got he's got some Ultimate Fighter stuff wrapped up with this dude, uh, yada yada, T.J. Dillashaw. He'll beat him, but if he can fight Demetrius Johnson, his size could actually be a problem with his discipline and skill against a guy like Demetrius Johnson. But Mighty Mouse is, I think, he's unbeatable. I don't know. He's you're gonna know, you're gonna know you're gonna know more than me, but um, I was I sat there and watched the watched the fight. Pretty good fight, um, you know. Still, boxing is more my mm-hmm. thing, but I really respect uh, when he gets. To, I don't like the I don't like the hammer the hammer fist thing. I, I can't stand that. But I liked how he turned that into an arm bar mm-hmm. and made him tap out. So like, um, I, I'm always impressed. I, I respect anybody in any sport. Uh, a hammer punch is something you never want to be hit with because there's more weight behind that than a regular punch. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that right now. I've been hit with them before. Man, why don't you learn how to wrap up, man? Why don't you learn how to tie up, man? Cover up. Uh, this is, you should yeah, be used to you should be used is, to the fetal position. This is teenage sunny fighting grown men, okay? <laughs> fetal position was not an option. Survival was an option. Fetal and position. I won more than I lost, brother. Fetal, fetal position is surviving. Yeah, There's a clock. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. This guy over here. Fetal position. But shout out to DJ. Getting that win. Representing Kirkland, Washington. Another dominating perform- performance by him. There was a KTFO I saw also on another card for the MMA. We'll get that up on Facebook for you. You can check it out. Let's talk about the rise and fall of Ricky Burns versus Julius Ndongo. Now, Ricky Burns is just a tough, tough dude. Resume alone. Resume alone. <coughs> this uh, this guy, Julius Ndongo, 
Um, he doesn't have any real like wins. He's twenty one and zero. He was twenty one and zero walking into this fight. He doesn't have anybody notable that he's fought, and it's so. With that being said, I'm just going to go back to Ricky Burns. I'm going to look who some of the people... We talked about Ricky Burns when he fought uh, Karel Relic, which he beat. That was his last fight. Um, when did we talk? Yeah, we talked about that in October, so that was the last time. But look at this. We have um, Omar Figueroa Jr. Got Michael we got Michael Katsidis. We got, um, we got Dejan Zlatichinen, Terrence Crawford, Raimundo Beltran, so Kevin Mitchell. Like these are some of the people that he's Dude, fought. So big just names. Rocky was that Roman Martinez down there too. Yep, it was Roman Martinez. So you got so resume alone, he should have had everything that he uh, takes. This dude was forty-one. He was forty-one and five at the time walking into this fight with fourteen knockouts. Now you know he didn't have the knockout power, mm -hmm. but you should have had enough tools in the in the box to be able to get yeah. um, Julius Andango out of there. Ricky Burns, I watched this guy get a win. By getting his butt whooped so bad, the dude quit on the stool because he was tired of throwing punches. How do you do that to somebody? Man, only Ruslan Provotnikov can right? do that too, man. If you're... I'm just done. I can't. Yeah. I hit him with everything. He's not falling. It's like that Family Guy episode when uh, Brian took the bet with uh, of uh, Carol Channing versus Mike Tyson. You mean Carol Channing, the actress, versus Mike Tyson, the boxer. <laughs> yeah, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah. <clears throat> He's like, oh, you sit down, young man. And, and he kept, oh, I'm here with everything I got. She's just not going down. And he and he just fell to the ground, and that was it. I, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. We witnessed it, basically, that one time. But Julius Sandago is now the new champion of uh, what the IBF at 140 pounds. So now guess what? Good news for you, brother. You've earned the target. <clears throat> Nowhere to go but down, but the target's on your back. Now... Is he ready for anybody like a Terrence Crawford? Hell no. No, not at all. Who else is at 140? We got... That was, yeah, so that was IBF. We got Kyrie Relic. We got Kirill Relic, which, oh. I mean, Rancis. Wait a second. You got Mighty Mo Hooker. Who's still that at there. number one now under w, uh, Terrence Crawford? When did he get um, up to number one? Amir Amon, man. Victor Postal still out there. Amir Amon, man, he's still a threat. Ever since he lost, man, he's just, who he lost to is just ri ridiculous. So. Now, Amir Amon is with Don King, and there's some things about Don King we're going to talk about later on here as we continue forward. But the 140-pound division, it's kind of like a, it's a stopping ground. It's a, <coughs> most people kind of stop here before they get to 147. You have to. Because 147, you don't just jump into that division, man. We are we talk we talk about the welterweight division on a daily basis and what that consists of. So, if you know, listen to our past episodes. I'm not even going to tell you. We went over it too many times. Way too many times. But there's, just, there's some good fights in there. You got Adrian Broner at 140. We got, uh, oh, I said Broner. I meant Boner. You said Boner. I'm sorry. I meant Boner. Um, Terrence Crawford, of course, I think is the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter out there. He's my favorite. <coughs> yeah. He's he's has yet to earn the title above Ward or Kovalev, but yeah, he's right there. He's right there. That's definitely who I'm picking for sure. But Ricky Burns, watch tough guy. I don't think there's really much left for him as far as a boxing career. He will get some fights, but uh, if I was him, I'm pretty sure he's living like a king. I'd see what's out there. Maybe take some local fights with some big money, but I don't think we'll see him with the title again. That's for sure. Well, you got enough under your resume to. Start your own gym. Don't know what exactly he's be doing in his off time because that's not my job to keep up with that. Not yet, at least. I think um, Irish Scott is so I'm gonna say drinking. Uh, he owns a bar. We'll, ah. just say, we'll just say he owns a bar. There you go. That's huh. pretty racist, but it's pretty... that's actually his nickname. Owns a bar. Because <laughs> that's how much he drinks. He owns a bar. Ricky owns a bar. Burns. 
Now, this, uh, we had some fights going on. HBO Latino. Latino. Now, I'm actually going to take over this a little bit because, you know, the Latino Latino channel. Um, Now. I watched the whole thing with the Spanish all the way up. Of course, me too. Now. There's one thing you don't get. Now, see, me and my expertise in my four years of high school Espanol, in which I speak in muy bueno, you told me I would like this guy. Um, Vaughn Alexander. Vaughn Alexander. Was I wrong? You were right. Okay. But you don't know why I like this guy. Am I going to get racist? No, you're, okay. no, no, no. Well, besides that he's black, of Okay, course. okay, okay. okay. No, um, he had a lot of similarities in when, did I not call you last night? Mm-hmm. And then I told you I figured out when you finally called me back. Mm-hmm. So... I looked at him, and then I saw his hat. Mm. And then I looked at his face, Mm -hmm. and then I listened to the Spanish. Mm -hmm. He is the hermano Mm -hmm. of Devin Alexander. What? So Vaughn Alexander, yes, if you you knew Spanish as well as I do, you would have known that they were talking about how that is Vaughn Alexander. He is uh, Devin Alexander's brother. So now looking back at the fight, same demeanor, same only difference is this guy's a a little slick than he is. He is, I mean, you got, if you have Devin Alexander, a former champion too, to learn from, but yeah. But this guy, same movement, representing St. Louis. That's why I saw the hat, and I was okay, like, "Okay, okay." So the Alexander, Devin, like Vaughn. I was like, "I was like, okay, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, nice, yeah." Nice. So I told you, I was like, "I got something for you tomorrow." Mm. So yeah, nice. um, he was sharp, controlling, like um, middleweight didn't had take good no big power. Risk at all. He didn't take no big, very but, smart fighter. But he kept his composure, and that's gotta be tough when you're winning a big fight. Or, or winning a fight that's televised and controlling it against a Mexican dude who wants to push your buttons and make you brawl. He was well. He was frustrated, and the thing is, he didn't go outside of his game plan, which no, I really like. He was orthodox. Good he had tight defense. The only thing I would say, I want to take over. I wonder what it would be like if somebody pressured him who had power, because um, Andreas Calixto, mm-hmm. Calixto. He is the one who he tried, but he didn't have enough tools. He didn't have enough weapons, nor enough strength or power to actually be able to sit there and bother Von Alexander. Von Alexander came in seven wins, zero knock. I mean, zero, seven wins, zero losses, uh, five knockouts. So, um, won a unanimous unanimous decision. It was, it was, it was light work. It light was work. Like, it easy was work. really, it was really easy. So, but him being at the, um, looked like he was fighting at one sixty. I had him at 160, so around the middleweight uh, to super middleweight um, division because I didn't get all of the Spanish, uh, so I couldn't tell you exactly which uh, what he weight class He only knows enough to pick up ladies. Hey, I know. Uh, dos cervezas, por favor. That's why, I took this. That's why I took the class. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like, um, I'm interested in seeing what his uh, future can t- consist of because, like, honestly – if you're if you're a smart boxer, that'll that'll have you a really really well off career too. So, um, as long as he keeps learning, he has power. He's sharp. Mm-hmm. Hey, and he, if he doesn't get frustrated, man, I don't see why he can't do anything. The way he kept his composure in there in a, in a in what was probably a high profile fight for him is first on HBO. Considering how Latino does that, or not, right? Latino or not, your first televised fight outside their hometown on HBO. Latino, but still on HBO, because he might have got more viewings on this than if it was on a regular HBO. No, yeah, no, for um, sure. <coughs> go ahead, keep talking. I'm actually gonna look, because you know, just like I said, he's well. I don't even have to look. He's only had seven fights. He's only had seven fights. Not many at all. Not so, many at all. Um, he got some good exposure right now at uh, at a young age, uh, as as a fighter, anyways, and it's only gonna lead him up into bigger and better fights. <coughs> and as a slick boxer, he was. He's. I think he will be able to do good. 
Um, he's going to learn more and get better. I think he developed, once he finds a way to use his power more, we might see some more KOs out of him. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, we had Paul, pay per view Paca versus Sullivan Barrera. What do you think about this one? I thought it was terrible. <coughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was an all right fight. What you do know, you think about my third stat? What was your third? Power stat? headbutts. <laughs> so I, I honestly don't think. First of all, I, I know I've seen it, but just it's just funny watching the refs stop the fight multiple times for each other, especially with two orthodox fighters. The headbutt dropped him, bro. Like they came in, and I don't know if it happened so fast. I was like, was that a punch? And then when I saw the slow motion replay, I was like, oh my god. That fool got dropped by a headbutt and a missed punch. So uh, one of the things was uh, Sullivan Barrera, his trainer. Um, yeah, see, this is more of my Spanish kicking in. His trainer is the ex-assistant of John David Jackson, Tacoma's <laughs> finest. And this is his second fight. This is the second fight with Sullivan Barrera. I don't know what the hell he's teaching him, but I expect, I don't know if the game plan is just different. I always take a look and see what a fighter does yeah. after a major loss. Okay. So with Sullivan Barrera getting dismantled and destroyed by Andre Ward, how are you gonna come? How are you gonna come back from that? Now, see, yeah. I looked at. He's only. This is his second fight after Andre Ward. So, the next fight he had, um, he KO'd this guy. Um, I'm not even gonna pronounce his last. Oh, his I got first you. Name. It's no. Vyacheslav Shabaransky. Shabaransky. That's actually not bad. I would say so. Good, good job. You usually butchered 18 out of 10 names. Mm-hmm. So, um, TKO. The Europeans. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but as far as his technique, it wasn't as sharp. I don't think it was as sharp as he should be. Where's he from? Like. Uh, Sorrera. Oh. So is he another Cuban fighter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's another Cuban. He's another Cuban fighter. So um, I just, you've seen the cream of the crop. You've seen the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get somebody, yes, he knocked him out, and there was a TKO in round five. But the way you looked, if you fight any premier opposition like that, that's not going to cut it. That's not because, like, even before then, um, what Jeff Lacey at twenty-five and five. Any of these names look familiar to you? Who's a uh, uh, fought? Carol Murat. Uh, Jeff Lacey's really the only one on there, and that's yeah. that's an old, worn down Jeff left left hook Lacey. Um, not not too impressive a resume. This is the thing with with Cuban fighters. They have been isolated so long, and they've established this dominance in the amateur ranks through the Olympics. Uh huh. Um, unfortunately, now the Cuban fighters themselves. Are learning that you living it like a king in Cuba isn't it all as what it's made out to be to them, and they want to come to the U.S. But their style doesn't always translate. Over. Yeah, but you got Guillermo Rigondeau, who we're going to talk about a little bit later on. You got uh, Luis Ortiz that we have. So you have you have Cuban you fighters. Have. You have uh, the Yuri, best Cuban fighters. Yuriokas Yuriokas Gamboa is he Puerto Rican or is he Cuban? He's Cuban. Yeah, see Yuriokas Gamboa. So you have these guys who have the pedigree who can't make it work, but it's just like best one's gonna be Lara. Here's Randy Lara. Yeah. How dare I? How dare right. I? So, but I mean, that you you see how many gold medals do you think Cuba's produced without even looking it up? I don't know. If we had I, double digits for sure. Yeah, double digits of for course. Sure, right? Yeah. And we only named four or five fighters. And those are the those are pretty much the top of the top. Now, man. out so of all can, four of those five fighters, only one people may know, and that's Lara. Yeah, that's and that's only because and Gamboa maybe maybe. Well, yeah, and that's when well, Gamboa has been out of the limelight mm-hmm. for a while, but. But we'll get into Rigondeau in a second. But some of them, like even Barrera, 
hard to watch. Yeah, it was. We're gonna we're gonna see. He was easy to watch against Andre Ward when he was getting tattooed all night. Yeah, when you're a fan of somebody, I don't mind watching him beating him down. I'm gonna go back to. It was flawless. It was like it was like literally flawless. It was. Man. I'm gonna go back to the Sergio Martinez one. Uh, watching him just work Chavez Jr. was great. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. That was the first time I was disappointed in Chavez, so that's the reason why I don't like that. But ha. anyway, but anyway. Now let's uh, we're gonna let's talk about Pritchard Cologne. We're gonna get you depressed for a really quick second. So hot second. Um, Pritchard Cologne. If he, you guys don't know who he was, he had a tough fight. I don't remember who he was going against. Took here, a lot I'm of pull it up. I'm took a lot of punches behind the head, <coughs> and probably just accumulated before that as well. But after the fight, he um, they ended up collapsing, getting rushed to the hospital. And uh, is currently, I believe, still on hospital bed rest, right? Yeah, he no, he's not in hospital. He's at the house now. So this guy was young. He was a, he was actually a he was good. A top he was a prospect. Yeah, so he was a uh, sixteen and sixteen and oh at the time he fought uh, Terrell Williams. That was the guy. Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, Pritchard Cologne got disqualified for that. I vaguely remember that. Because he, he, he wouldn't was, come out in the last round. Yeah. So um, they, they they stopped fighting because he couldn't. His head was hurting. Wow. Yeah, and so even Terrell Williams, that was his last fight, and that was, wow, that was October in 2015. Wow. So you got a boxer who got, Ooh. he got. This guy hasn't recovered from this either. Uh, probably not. But um, your whole career, you're young, and then. Everybody's around you. You're, everybody's you're, around you're this, you. You're the you're man. That. And then now he's bedridden. They say the only thing that he can do on his own is breathe. So wow. he can't eat. He can't change his clothes. He can't, you know, he's pissing in a bag, man. Ooh. It's a. It was really hard to watch too, especially watching that fight too, because I think we watched that live. I remember watching it, because and even when he was fighting, and he came and he he walked, he mm-hmm. walked out of the ring and he mm-hmm. walked and he was talking. They said uh, he was talking to his mom and he was like, "Yo, my head hurt," and he collapsed, went to the hospital, mm-hmm. and then he's just been basically vegeta- vegetative. Yeah, vegetative it's a cold stuff. game, and it's rough when you see your loved ones down like that. As someone based on experience, who's probably. Who has, to, who has to take care of someone who can't take care of themselves, and that's my my kid. It, it's rough to see to witness that with anybody, especially family, because uh, they, they mean something more to you. And uh, for this guy to have to go through that, it, it's rough because he never made that top that top dollar, never no. got to that top level. So you go from and what's what was Plan B? Most fighters don't have a Plan B. That is their that there is that's their Plan A, B, and C mm-hmm. for the most for the most part, man. Because boxing is not one of those things that you can do in the off season or you don't just, play boxing. You don't play boxing, man. So it's a uh, it's a cold world. It's a cold game. Yeah. That's what we do. But as long as they continue to acknowledge the occupational hazard that boxing can be, yeah. They, with the way technology grows, you see how they watch concussions in football. They can only monitor it on so many levels. But this is modern-day gladiators. Remember, every gladiator retired with one loss. Yeah. That's just that's the rules of the game. But I, saw, um, I, was, I don't know how true it is, but I was reading. I can look it up later. It says that 100 people, at least 100 people a year, die getting out of bed. So, Oof. hey, man, everything's an occupational hazard, man. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so, Stop spending all that money on them high-ass beds. You know, <laughs> go back, go back to the mattress. Go back, go to, back the to the mattress. mattress on the floor, baby. Hey, man, Nothing I wrong with scared. that. Nothing wrong with that. But big shouts and prayers out to the, Cologne, Cologne, the, the whole Cologne family. family. Maybe you should just, uh, if anything, uh, trademark the last name and then come out with your own Cologne brand itself. It actually, actually um, it's spelled like colon. 
Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw that. You know, what he said? so so. If you want to buy some colon cologne, some colon cologne. That's all, that's all you, man. That'd be some stinky cologne. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so. Now let's get back to Guillermo Rigando. So versus Moses Florid. He's added to the Ward card coming up on our Ward Kovalev Watch 2017. But added to that card, part of RNS. Now let's talk about Rigando <laughs> real quick here. This is one of the RNS. best fighters I've seen. Ever. He's he's but he's my, he's can't he's, get nobody he, wants to watch him because he's mean. Because he's mean. That's the reason why he's not. He's like he's not a fan friendly face, man. Yeah, like yeah. he's not going to give you no any emotion. emotion. He's not going <laughs> to give you. He is straight. He is the Tim Duncan of. He's literally like the Tim Duncan of boxing, man. It's like you're not going to get a reaction. Jay Z to me have no facial expressions ever. I've even seen Jay Z laugh. I've seen him crack like a grin. Yeah, I've seen Jay Z laugh. I have not seen Guillermo Rigando. I have not seen his teeth until it's time for him to put in his mouthpiece or take out his mouthpiece. This man is between a, rounds. No, but the thing is though, he's cold though. This man is a cold killer he's in there, beast. man. He is like when you're talking about people who can move. Like he was the one who was um who was lobbying to fight Lomachenko, Vasil Lomachenko a lot too because uh, at a catchweight. Uh -huh. Now. I don't see there. I don't see there. There's no man that this guy can't beat. Guillermo Rigo. He's just that special and just that talented. And if anybody on the lower weight class has anything to beat Lomachenko, it would be Guillermo Rigo. Still don't know who would win. I would have to give the slight yeah. edge to and, Lomachenko. And this is another thing where that Cuban pedigree is gonna. It hurts his career because Rigo had a similar idea as Lomachenko. He won his title, first title after eight fights. So. But the difference is he's not as entertaining and has no willing to move up in weight. And that's well, the only thing that's hurt. That's gonna, he's going to have to, just for the simple he's fact that... He's not going to do it. He won't do it. He's, I, think, see, I guarantee he's still fighting at 122. Let's look him up right now. We can know. Just look up Rigando. R-I-G-O-N-D-E-U-X. Rigando. I guarantee he's still fighting at 122. And if he wants to have a statement... Now, I watched his boy work near Nito Denaire bad. He's been knocked out multiple times, but then he just gets right back up. He rolls with punches so well, even with the punches you think that land, don't even affect him at all. At all. So Guillermo Rigando, 17-0, 11 knockouts. No, yeah, no, Nito Donaire, one unanimous decision. He, this... This kid is special, man. Like I really like him a lot. I like, if, and if anybody of the who's like a boxing it. fan. What I say? What, what what did I say? You won a title, number eight. I said eight. I think I was off by one. Number nine. Okay. Uh, I was off by one. Rico Ramos. Okay, right there. yeah. So, so he, ninth fight. If you like, if you like guys like the Floyd Mayweather look, where it's just like it's just pure boxing. This is one of those guys that you need to watch, man, because yeah. it's. You may not like the total -to toe or the fighting in the phone booth. If you like the total -to toe and the fighting in the phone booth, he it's may not be. For, he, may he may not be not for be you. For you. But if sure. you like to see somebody school somebody and you want to see what boxing and hit and not get hit is, Guillermo Rigando is one of those guys who's going to put you. Who's going to give you that exact show? What's what's he fighting at? One twenty two. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, he needs to move up. You got to get some bigger fights. If you got to do something, bro. Because your career is, you should be a bigger profile than you are. Because even Mayweather, who's not the most entertaining boxers to everybody else, took fights that he shouldn't have took with based on size alone with some yeah. of these guys. Like, he should have never been in the ring with no Canelo. Canelo should never been in the ring with him based on the size alone. But he still worked that boy like it was nothing. You, you rely, if you rely on your boxing skills, it don't matter how big it you are. It don't matter at all. It doesn't matter. Just like The Rock in his song with Wyclef. 
for some reason had a music video. I don't know why. But let's move on. Now, Pacquiao versus, I'm just going to call him Jeff. Jeff Horn. Freddie Roach says he plans to put the brakes on him. He plans to put the brakes on him. He plans to stop on him, huh? He plans. And then I've also read that he said this is just a tune-up for Mikey Garcia. How would you feel about that one? We'll see. I would like it, but Pacquiao, you're the last couple years, ever since the Floyd paycheck, he's pulled a Maidano in here where I really don't trust what he's saying until it, if it's a tune-up, then yeah, so be it. Yeah, then maybe yeah. if it's a tune-up, that's when we talked about, yeah, we'll give you more respect about They better not make it a pay-per-view fight. fight now that that's out in the public. What did we do last Pacquiao fight? <laughs> Stream it, illegal. I mean, pirate it, or I mean, watch it on a website that was free. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one of those was the correct answer, but we saw it somewhere at a, at a undisclosed location through an iPad and had to press play and pause multiple times to keep the fight going because Jesse Vargas wasn't worth the pay-per-view money either. At all, so. Top rank he's going to learn. Events Bob Arum, he was 82, so he'll probably live to, what, 103 and, and, and deliver What's that, seven uh, more trash pay-per-views between now, now and then. They've had more and better and better heart and even the head transplants. Those are new. So Bob Arum could possibly live to 176 years old, depending <sighs> on what on modern technology. Oh, uh, that's horrible for boxing, but good for Bob Arum, I guess. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Who do you think will live longer, Bob Arum or Freddie Roach? Bob Arum. Horrible. I, thought <laughs> I know, I thought the same thing too. Now, how would you feel about David Lemieux being Canelo's plan B if assuming that no Triple G fight falls through? I wouldn't like it at all. Who be who would you be more mad at? Who do you think would be, be the one? I'd be mad at um I'd be mad at De La Hoya. De because La Hoya? he's the only one that's stopping this. There should be no look, what did we just talk about last week and what have we been talking about? I and mean, what have we said forever? You wanted Triple G to be Daniel Jacobs. You don't want Daniel. Ja- you don't want Triple G to take another fight in the meantime because mm-hmm. we need to get Canelo versus Chavez, assuming mm-hmm. uh, Canelo wins out the way, mm-hmm. so we can have this super fight, which everybody's been wanting. Yep. Two undefeated fighters. Yes, the loss to Floyd does not count. I'm saying that, and I'm saying it again. So, do you have the cream of the crop of the best fighters? Period. Going to be a middleweight at 160. So Canelo Alvarez, who's hold the super welterweight title at 154, and he's been taking middleweight Five. catch middleweight yeah. catch at 155. Yeah. So we need to see that. So David Lemieux, I don't, I'm not interested in on Plan B. Nope, Would it be a good fight? Yes, maybe next year, and Canelo's going to drop him too. But I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that now. Now, how do you feel about? Uh, I I love one thing I like about Chavez Jr. right now. He's been poking a lot at Canelo. He keeps saying he's scared of Triple G. I, I love it. I think he's just messing with him. He's trying to get this boy his head. He's going to have to. Is he, I'm pretty sure he's going to pay for this later. He's going to have to, yeah. man. It's just, it, it's the only way that you're going to get in Canelo's, well, not even get into Canelo's head is that's the only way that you're going to probably beat him because you're not going to beat him physically. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't anybody who's Anybody who's listening, hey, yo, also, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are a lot bigger than we've known. Like this whole time that we've been doing this, man. <laughs> we've been we've telling only, you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, we appreciate you guys, man, for all the downloads and That's the feedbacks right. and everybody who's commenting on our um, Square Circle page on Facebook no. and then Instagram and Twitter and all that. We uh, got we a new pre- tracker. Saw we in the last ninety days two hundred more downloads than we expected. Yeah, so uh, we appreciate all you guys for that. Um, 
but on if you look on our uh, Facebook page, I just uh, posted this little three minute video it's of a great video, uh, great video of uh, Canelo talking, and they were talking about his upbringing. They were talking about two dudes from two completely different childhoods, completely man. Completely different so childhoods. It was just talking about how Canelo, Canelo his first I'm gonna fight. I'm going to let you finish real quick. But Canelo's first fight as a pro, 13 years old. How much did he get paid? $40. 40 American dollars. Now, at my age right now, if you'd have been like, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks to fight this 13 year old kid. How much is he making? 30, 40 bucks. All right, let's do it. That man got knocked out. Hey, you got knocked out by a future world champion. It's okay. It's, it's so, all right. Unfortunately, Canelo's 27 <laughs> or 26. No, he's not even. He's probably 25, like 20, 25 26. I'm around. So at least all your friends were talking smack to you from the age of, uh, from we'll say 13 with at least 15 years. You got people talking smack to you. He's like, yeah. Hey, oh, that's the dude that was whooping hey, you. Hey, and you sit there. You don't say if he whooped you. You just say, I fought that kid I before. I fought that kid that's before. Like, you don't, you, who cares about the outcome? Right. I fought, I fought that, that, that kid I got before. a degree. Don't, I had the balls to do subject. it, though. That's right. That's but right. Uh, comparing that to uh, Chavez's first fight, Chavez Jr.'s first fight, 25 grand. 25 grand. That's crazy. Versus you live in, you live in versus off your daddy's name alone. 800 pesos. And then uh, if you guys watch the video, the video is funny, too, because he's just talking about it. He's like, look, I, you know, I was like, I literally came from nothing. Everything I have, I've earned. I didn't have nobody. This is my name, my name alone. And Canelo has older brothers too. His nickname translate to cinnamon. Like so, he was being made fun. Can of they people. introduce this man to ring? Coming up, it's Saul Cinnamon Alvarez. Stage right. That's the only time that would fall into play. Look, you can be called whatever you want as long as you're champion. That's Just right. hey, whatever you call, call me, what you want, call me champ. That's funny, too. I can't believe nobody's trying to say, hey, I want the cinnamon challenge. I mean, the Charlos tried, but we're going to talk about one of them coming up here later on because uh, their resume is just, to me, gets worse and worse. I don't know. I, I'm, we're we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Trust the process, my brother. So, David Lemieux, I hope you're not the plan B. I hope there is no plan B at all because I want to see Triple G and Canelo this September. I would actually like to see David Lemieux in another fight this year, though. I did, well, we will because we're going to watch him on the undercard of uh, Chavez Jr. Yeah. We will. Now, uh, you sent me a nice little thing I saw on Instagram of uh, Tyson Fury and uh, Anthony Joshua trading jabs. Yeah. And I love Tyson Fury, man. He is one of the best-ish talkers out there. Because he's probably coked out. Oh, so I said best-ish talkers <laughs> out there. That was implied. Because <laughs> he, he, he will acknowledge, like, even my fat butt will come and knock you out. Man, you got Scarface Fury. Oh, there being it's just like look, man, look. The I, most boringest heavyweight fight ever was watching him and Klitschko, and he beat that dude with mind games. Just mind I would, games. I would actually watch a whole UFC card and watch that single fight again. Ah, yeah, me too. I, I would really, I'd really I sit there. That. that was horrible to watch. But what do you feel about that? How do you feel? I don't. It's just like, dude, your titles got taken away because you can't put down the coat. He he did no yeah, training what camp. Did, what, did, what did Stephen A. Smith say? Stay off the weed. Stay off. Stay the, off the coke. Stay off the yay. No, so stay, <laughs> off the yay. stay off the yay. <laughs> Come on, Tyson. It's been, it, I hope I hope his first name Tyson was it because of Mike Tyson. Hey man, do you see that picture of uh, I forgot who it is? It's Mike Tyson. And Bobby Brown, it's Mike Tyson, Bobby Brown. I think I showed you that yeah. picture where it's like somebody just took a Polaroid, a photo up of these two, and Mike Tyson just has Coke on the side of his face, yeah. and you just, just like, you know man, exactly what they were doing. Do I want to hang? I want to hang out with you guys, but I don't think I, I have the body weight to. I, I don't know if I can. I can't do it. I can't do it. 
Yeah, and this is on the miss, of course. Tyson Fury hoping that. I think he's just trying to stay relevant, of course, to keep his name in there while he yeah. can, because he ain't doing Look, nothing. You were. It's not like you lost. You were stripped of your belts because you didn't follow your fights. Look, if David Hay can stay relevant for thirty years, you're gonna be fine as a former. You'll get a fight soon, but no difference. At least no David Hay stays in shape. He, he beat Klitschko to win the championship, so obviously shape didn't matter. That's right, and he and beat him when he was he lost the coat. every freaking belt. Yeah. So, but speaking of Klitschko, he's got a fight next weekend, and this is the biggest heavyweight fight nobody's talking about at all. Real talk, mm-hmm. and it's no one seems to care. It's like it's because there's no Americans in there. Is Klitschko got that big of a mystique that instantly you hear the name, you're like, oh. That honestly, I never thought about it like that. That could be it. Mm-hmm. That really could be it because, like, and you know what the thing is? Like, even though Anthony Joshua is a champion right now, he—he's a pedigree fighter. Pedigree he, amateur. He's not. Yeah, but he. Yeah, he's not as big as he should be. Mm-mm. This guy is really talented, and I like Anthony Joshua a lot. Like, I'm, I'm really intrigued. Hopefully, he gets past Klitschko because I want to see him versus uh, Deontay Wilder or Luis Ortiz or something like that. I wanna, I wanna see that because. I don't know how good this kid can be. We're going to find out next weekend. We're going to make our picks for this next weekend, too. But I think uh, it's going to be a very interesting fight. Uh, if there's anybody that can make it boring, Klitschko's definitely the guy to do it. Um, but he can make it boring to win. But we'll see how that but, goes. So, I mean, he has the size, but Josh was pretty big, but he's athletic, too. So he's gonna. I think he's going to hold a better position than Tyson Fury did, though. Now, <clears throat> a lot of fights this weekend. A lot of fights going on from... From here to overseas to uh, Mexifornia or California, whatever you want to call it. And it's too many to list. Too many of them to list. So we're just going to kind of go with some of them that are relevant. And one of them is uh, what we talk about Martin Murray versus Gabe Rosado fights this weekend. Two fighters that should be not, shouldn't probably fight anymore. They've proven themselves, but yet they're going to fight each other. Mm-hmm. This is like a good, entertaining fight that's also safe. Because I don't think either one of them can do enough damage to. To hurt them permanently, but at the same time, with their styles, they're going to brawl it out. I actually want to watch this fight. <coughs> of course, it's not going to be aired out in the U.S. How do you feel about it? I'll watch it. Like, oh, you know, what? I mean, I'll watch it. So, um, Yeah, but I, I know if there's boobs on TV, you'll stop and watch. Yeah. So, it's... It, it's I, I honestly have nothing to say about it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. That's the literally the. I have Gabe no. Think Rosado still gets uh, checks from Creed or has to checks? probably yeah. unless they paid him off one lump sum, man. What was his name of Creed? Uh, it wasn't remember. pretty. It wasn't pretty, Ricky. Yeah, it was, that, uh, that's a uh, Tony Blue. Yeah, I don't so. even remember something. Something Italian. Some, someone with an A in it. <laughs> yeah. So either way, yeah. I mean, if you want to catch Gabe Rosado because his career is probably nearing its end, mm-hmm. catch him on Creed. Great yeah, pretty soon, uh, Gabe will be fighting at bars just for extra cash and beer. But anyways... He's a guy with the tattoos. I'm going with Gabe Rosado on this one. Top rank pay-per-view weekend. We just found out this was a pay-per-view weekend by top rank. Um, I'm a little insulted by this pay-per-view weekend from top rank. But also, it's kind of like... Uh, it's one of those things. He didn't, they didn't write this music for me. Yeah. At all. Um, I'm really upset because uh, my favorite... I would say my favorite. Well, he. I'm gonna. I'm gonna he's up in the he, top ten for you. He's. He. Yeah. He's in my top. T- maybe even the top seven. Oscar Valdez. Valdez. Uh, he's a featherweight champion right now. Um, at 126 pounds. 
the WBO champion. Now this kid is really special. He's one of those. He's one of those guys who's uh, in that featherweight division that we always talked about. What was best featherweight or welterweight? He's mm-hmm. one of the champions. He is one of those guys that they were talking about that um, didn't want to fight uh, Lomachenko, which is understandable because the kid is still young. Mm-hmm. But I'm really mad that he's the headliner and he's the main event, mm-hmm. and I don't get to watch it live. I mean. I mean, we could order it, but the fight card is, I don't know if it'll I can't, I can't, I don't know if I can live with myself if I pay for this fight card. And, and you know, when I saw the promo, I showed the picture of all three of the Hispanic fighters in front of the Mexican flag. Of course, one of them, not born or from Mexico. Uh, Jesse Magdaleno, born and raised in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if he doesn't even speak Spanish. But yet, this is how they market him. And then, uh, Gilberto Ramirez, right? He's on the card. Now, that dude is a beast. No, he's Gilberto Ramirez. Now, what were we talking about? He's at middleweight. Yeah, super, su- super middleweight. One sixty or one sixty-eight. I think he was. Uh, I think we said one. Yeah, uh, one sixty-eight. So he's super middleweight. Mm-hmm. So he's currently the WBO um, interim. Interim. Yeah, the champion for the belt. So doesn't even have him as interim. It says he is. So okay, okay. So he's in a division right now with Bacon. They got a Bacon WBC there. Uh, two other James DeGale is the other IBF champ. Uh, he's also got uh, what's the dude? Uh, the Swedish brother, uh, Badu Jack, in that same division. <clears throat> but Gilberto Ramirez is a, is a solid prospect that I know Top Rank wants to get in the mix of the Canelos, the Chavez Juniors, the Triple Gs. They want to see him get on those cards. He get those right. big fights. Oh, yeah, I have a little little uh, burp slash buzz of a uh, fuzzer, some chicken, some sweet and spicy in there, some Crown Bar. Why are you up my business like that? I was just asking, man. I don't want you dying on the air, man. You or right. throwing up on me. It might go viral. It'll be the last episode, but it might go viral. It, it, it might go viral, man. It, it's just us in here, man. And everybody going to be able to see it. It's like, I don't know CPR. I've kissed many women, but I don't know CPR. Man, you just going to have to die. I'm kissing you. Know, just step on your chest. <laughs> That's good to know. Good to know. Because I would do that for you. But I love now. you. Not now. Not now. You need mouth and nose resuscitation. So. Gilberto Ramirez got a tough fight coming up. Uh, not this one, but he needs one. And then Jesse Magdaleno, this is his first fight since beating Nonito Denaire to claim the championship. And that was a good win by him because he worked was. He worked it was. He, he sat he there and outboxed him, didn't let him, didn't let him come near him. Um, great win for Jesse. We talked about him already. Gilberto Ramirez, he needs more he needs more work under his belt, so too. he needs a lot of exposure too. So we'll see what happens to him after this. We'll weekend. see how this works out because I feel like everything that a lot of the, all three of these fighters need, you're not going to get with the pay per view card right now. No, not no. at all. They are not at all. They are they are the co main events to pay per view cards. So those yeah. are those are the ones that you all see by big names. All three of first them. Of all, first of all, besides Jesse Magdaleno. Those are the only ones who re- he's the only one who really has a name mm-hmm. under it, like no need to do now. But Valdez, he's a super talent, and he's gonna pretty much yep. beat everybody at fe- well, we can beat everybody at featherweight. But him possibly, and Gilbert, but possibly, but they need bigger you names. Can't duck to get fights that like experience. Lomachenko, especially if you're under top rank. Who Lomachenko's under top rank? Yeah. So who do you Trying think said no, him. Oscar Valdez or top- Bob Arum? Bob Arum. Yeah, me too. I think Valdez will take the fight, but Bob Arum will know what's best for you. Like, He's a young down. kid. He's slow like down, you don't right? you don't want the, you don't want those you problems. You don't want them problems. You don't want them problems. I don't at see all. Any, I don't see almost any Spanish Mexican fight. I don't see them turn down almost any fight. Real quick, have I asked you about Anthony Joshua and Klitschko Hood Pass? Uh, both of the 
Both of those are on review. Okay, okay. Under review. I'm just going to give that a, out of respect. I want to say no. My first instinct was no, but I'm Ooh. like, I, I, don't, I don't like to take every... Some applications I usually just throw straight in the trash, but... Um, These are both world heavyweight champions. Now, Klitschko has an impressive resume. Speaks seven languages. Married to an American celebrity. He has a great nickname. I'll give him that. What what is his Doctor Steelhammer or Doctor or Doctor yeah. Iron Fist? One of them. One of them, Steelhammer and Iron Fist. So but, I'll, but, I'll give him. Yeah, it was good. I, I'll give him that though. <laughs> How about Justin? I gotta see. I gotta see what his. I gotta see what his. I gotta see what his, I gotta see what his hoop game is like first before we. He's a man who spars Putin for fun, so we'll see how that goes. Then Putin drop him with a knee, apparently. So, so that's what I heard from our, from our uh, potential marketing guy that we're so gonna meet up with. Hey, shout out to my man Ed. So who guy who runs your country has time to has find finds the time to drop you with a knee? No, you don't give a hood pass because if I can't beat up, this man is a trained assassin. Has probably had murdered more people than Klitschko seen fights. That's who he's now Putin by. gets a hood pass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who do you think verifies him in Russia? <laughs> right? That's what I'm talking about right there. Let's talk about this PBC card coming up. This is uh, the the main event in this one is one I've been looking forward to, but starts off with Amanda Serrano versus Dahiana Santana. That's a pretty name, Dahiana Santana. I like that. I actually said it correctly too. But Amanda Serrano, if you guys aren't familiar with her. She is not listed on there. Did you spell that not right? On this one. Yeah, I spelled it right, man. Is this her first Did fight? Did you? No, it's not even her first night fight. Anyways, Amanda Serrano, where have we heard her name from? So I think she was on for one of those former PBC cards. Is that the one that we watched with uh, Earl Spence that mm -hmm. came on earlier during the day? That is correct, because she is 23-0, and 0 out of, hailing out of Brooklyn from Puerto Rico. Uh, she's got a nice little resume, 23 wins, and let's see here. 31 wins with 23 KOs. Now, I hate, I hate, We. I, I figure that whenever we talk about the women boxes, we're pretty much straightforward. It's like, hey, you know, they fought hard, they fight great. Mm -hmm. Women boxes, she's the fine one, right? Yeah, she's one of the fine ones. Yeah, she's one of the fine ones. Yeah, so I hate to just put that out there, but I'm sorry, she's a woman, so the first thing I'm going to say is she's is she fine. Hot? Yes, yeah. that's, that's, that's just coming from. Her and Heather Hardy. The, <laughs> that just comes from 33 years of just conditioning, Being man. A dude. So, so I, I, no disrespect, but uh, because she's I wouldn't a great fight fighter. you at all, at all. Unless I just want to love you. I just want to love you. Unless that's the theme. Wow, we're not gonna have many women fans. But <laughs> next up after that is one of the Chalos. It's Jamel or Jamal or. It should be Jamel. It's Jamel. Now he's going against Charles Hatley. Have you ever heard of Charles Hatley? I have heard of Charles Hadley. Now, I'm not talking about the Looney Tune cartoons, you know, the Hatleys and the McCormicks or whatever. He's an actual brother. He's a fighter. Now, the most impressive thing to me from Charles Hadley was after they signed the fight, after Don King got him the fight, he sued, he's suing Don King right now to get out of his contract. So Don King got him a, a title shot, and he then right after that turned around and is suing him to try to get out of it. What's Charles Hatley at? So Charles Hatley is at 26 and 1, 18 knockouts, so an impressive resume. Um, <coughs> uh, Anthony mm. Mondine, um, Ooh, good one. you got a Jose Flores. Good one. Uh, I mean, well, that's about it. I'll just talk about his record alone. For relevance. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of fighters in there, a lot of uh, Hispanic Emmanuel fighters. Emmanuel Augustus. That's, that's, that's a decent one. 38-32 has a beat-up Emmanuel Augustus. But mm. you get a chance to shine and prove yourself, just like we talked about that dude Jeff. 
This is the opportunity. Now you're going against a guy, Jamel Charlo, who has a lot of hype around him. And I'm getting tired of the Charlo brothers not fighting somebody where I'm like, ooh, that's a good fight. Now, one of who, who's the one who fought Julian Jackson, or John, Julian Jackson last time? There's the John Jackson. Jamel fight the John Jackson? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Or are you talking about the Hawk? The Hawk. Jamal. It was Jamal, Jamal. Yeah, that was the one. So far, to me, he's the only one who's fighting anybody really nice on the resume. What about uh, Jamel? He's the one who fought um, Gabe Rosado. Mm, no, I lied. No, I lied. What did I just read? Yeah, so Ju- Julian Williams. Williams okay, Austin, Austin Trout. Trout. That's the best win on there. But I, I don't know. I feel like these guys need to be thrown into the wolves. It's time to get some use some unification going down. Just something we've better. Al- we've always been talking about. Hey, no, he did fight Gabe Rosado. Okay. Yeah. So I knew I wasn't high. Well, that's a good win. And then after Gabe Rosado, have you ever heard, uh, Charles Bellamy. Haven't heard of him or seen him since. Uh, Mario Lozano, who Fanez Matrion, that's a good win right there. Uh, Joaquim Alcine, that's a old beat up. Joaquim Alcine. And then we got John Jackson was another one that he got on a KO. So, they're keeping him busy. I'll give him that much. I just don't like these dudes. I'm just going to say it. I don't like them. Not impressed. It's okay. I don't know why. I, like, the thing is, I respect you more for saying you don't like somebody just because. <sighs> Except for Kanye. I don't. I still don't understand. That's just a that's Kanye just is a on another level. Like I told you, I will take a whooping from his bodyguards for one clean shot. I don't understand why. And the thing is, I think it's pissing me off because you don't even respect his... T- you don't even have to like him, but at least He's respect one of the dopest him. producers ever. I'm not even, I'm but... Not, nope, I'm not, getting into, MC, I'm not getting into this fight. I'm not getting into this fight. Check, go, garbage. go. Go to the next topic. I'm not, getting, I'm not getting into this with you. You're going to piss Kanye me off. Kanye, to me, is why are, why MMA to carbon to shooter. That's what Kanye is to me. Trash. Just trash. But... We're here to discuss the sweet M&M's science. Overrated. You'll start a race war in this mug. You'll have to try to blow it up. Eminem's not overrated. Okay. You think you can battle Kanye? This is not a hip-hop show. This is... Back on topic. <laughs> Let's get back on topic here. And hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. Don't forget to download that app and, and tell your friends about it. And you know we drop every single Thursday. We need every you guys to check in, man. We we have too many avenues Thursday. for you guys not, and we probably we try to keep you entertained as much as possible. So make sure you follow That's on Facebook, right. the Twitters, the Instagrams, the uh, Shooter underscore SC101, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Got a new Twitter. logo coming out. Yeah, got a new logo change up. Hey, and in the clothing, we we are waiting for the designer to get done now. So that's coming That's coming and out real soon. the website's coming up. We're going to be everywhere. All the time, we're going to be either on your clothing or on the girl, on the couch with your girl. One of the two, you'll find us in your home. Either way, Sean Perto, Port Perto, Porter versus Andre Berto. When I first typed that in, I put Sean Berto, actually. Sean Berto. Yeah. Sean Porter versus Andre Berto. This is, to me, an exciting fight I am really, really looking forward to. So, like I said earlier in the fight, um, like with Sullivan Barrera, I'm interested to see and how somebody reacts to after a loss to a great fighter. So, this will be the first time we've seen Andre Berto after his loss to uh, Mayweather, where uh, me and you actually talked about it. He talked about how Mayweather was such a, Mm -hmm. not even just an artisan there, how he's just so observant of everything and he's uh andre berto was sitting there he's like even if you're in a corner mayweather will look around mm-hmm. his uncle or his dad and to see if you're breathing heavy mm-hmm. so you have so he was like i had to stand up straight you know just to make sure that you know to see because mayweather will always look for any weakness that you have yep. so i want to see how he bounces back from that i'm really intrigued on on that i believe sean 
Porter, not Sean Porter, uh, Berto, he's coming off of a win or a loss? His last Sean fight... Porter, Sean Porter, Andre, uh, Sean Porter's coming off of a win, off of his last fight. Who, who did he fight last? Sean yeah, Porter. Hold on, let me get Berto's it. last fight was against... Mayweather. Mayweather? Uh, no, I lied. No, 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 okay, no. Victor I lied. Ortiz, Victor Ortiz, that was it. That's what he's it was. coming off of the win, KO'd Victor Ortiz in their long overdue rematch. And then we have... Sean yeah, so Porter is coming so, off no, the I loss the, of Keith. I got those mixed up. I got those mixed up. My fault. So yeah, Sean Porter is coming off of the uh, loss to, um, to Keith Thurman. Dang, that was the last time they fought. Why? Days just go by fast for me. I don't know about you, man. That's what happens when you're plowing through. The I, ages. I, shut up. Shut Anyways, up. Who are you picking on this fight? How about this? Is there any scenario where you see Andre Berto winning this fight? Yeah. Besides a lucky punch. No. I see I see him as being a smart enough fighter and a boxer to win this because he's not going to beat him with power. Mm-hmm. But I still, I'm just picking Sean Porter. Yeah. I want, my heart wants to go with Andre Berto so, so bad. So, so bad. But I don't know if I can do it. Let's bet a 40 and a shot on it. I'll take Andre Berto. A 40 and a shot. Yes. So I would like a shot of crown and I would like a 40 of PBR. We can go take this to the top of Tacoma. Okay. So, so what happens? The loser has to loser pound the 40 and take the shot? You'll die. I So I'm going to say no because if I okay. do win, you don't have the body weight to continue okay. through life if you do. So that. then if – okay. I'll take that bet. I'll go with Andre Berto. No. Yeah, you're no. I'm going with Andre Berto. Okay, okay, okay. No, I'll take I'll take Andre Berto. Okay, I'll okay. take the uh, person that we want to go. Tell me how Sha Andre how's Andre Berto going to win? What stay does outside. He, need to do? he has to stay outside and he has to box him. So we all know with Sean Porter, just like he did with Adrian Broner, mm -hmm. just like he did with Thurman, this mm -hmm. guy stays on, on top of you. So relentless. what you have to do is you cannot go backwards. You have to step to the side, whether it's left or right, mm -hmm. and you have to hit him with angles. That's the only way that you're going to beat him because he's not because he doesn't have the power. You saw what. Um, you saw what Robert Guerrero did mm -hmm. to him. He swole up both of Andre Berto's eyes. Mm -hmm. So you're not he doesn't have the power to really keep Sean Porter off of him. You have to stay, go to side to side with this guy. Yeah. Um, Sean Porter has an impressive resume in the guys that he's fought. I love Sean Porter, man. Yeah. Showtime. I, I, I like I like Sean Showtime, Porter, man. man. So Started off, I like he, him a lot. During his come up, he was a he was a sparring partner for Manny Pacquiao. So he's seen a lot of good fighters, has been in the ring with a lot of good fighters. Look at look, look at, at his, his resume. This, look at his resume. Keith Thurman, Adrian Broner, Eric Boone. Kel Brook, Polly Magnaggi, Devin Alexander, Alexander, Julio Diaz, Phil, those were, Phil De La Greco. Those were his last. Those were his last seven, eight fights. So Ducks like, nobody. so he, so he's he got a he's a champion and he wants to keep fighting the best. So that's why I always like and respect Andre Berto. Sean I mean Porter, uh, Sean Porter. Sean Porter just needs to do what he do. Stay on top of him. Give him nowhere to breathe. Cut off the ring. Get him in that corner. Get him on the ropes and just break. The band down. Yeah, that's where I see. That's where I see happening. But I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take Andre Berto because Andre Berto can do it. He can do it because um, he ended up. Uh, he got Victor Ortiz out of there this and is a got good his fight own. for BBC. I'm, I'm glad they made yeah. this fight because this is a good fight where you got a good young fighter, Sean Porter, against a good former veteran. Uh, I'm sorry, for, former champion and veteran Andre Berto. So this is a good test opportunity for Andre Berto to stay relevant and get another title shot. And Sean Porter to get that rematch he wants with Keith Thurman, which ain't going to happen. But, because Keith Thurman, he don't want a rematch. He don't want a rematch. He don't want a rematch. Not that he don't want Sean Porter. He wants to move forward, and he only wants champions. 
Yeah. That's all, and that and what he's we'll earned see. that right. We'll yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens when it comes around because you just never know. Now let's make full circle around. This is the first time we've we've ever done this because we've never been excited about a fight like this. But this is Ward Kovalev Watch 2017. Are you, you Team Kovalev or are you Team Ward? You really made you. And shout out to Frankie Cruz, man. Shout out to you for uh, catching on. No, Frank called me. He texted me and asked me did I make. A Twilight reference, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" What the I don't hell know, is Twilight? What, what's Twilight? The old TV show. And then he goes, he goes, Team Jacob, Team Edward. I was like, I don't know what that means. At and least he got the joke. Me, he got the joke. And then he sends me the the basically the screenshot of what you put on our Facebook page, and I was just like, "Man, no, I didn't do it, but I see what you mean. Like <laughs> I under, like I see what you mean. Is Team Kovalov or Team Ward? I'm." We, this is going to be the countdown because this is the War Cup of Love 2017 watch. Like, we are going to talk about this every week. So, did you see Underwood's interview on SportsCenter? No, I did not. You were it telling me about it. It was a great interview. And the best thing about it was they asked him about um, how did he feel about uh, Kovalev and everything else. He said, Look, at the end of the day, my hand was raised. And I expected you to be a gentleman and take it like a man. Because if it was me who lost, I would have said, Okay, congratulated, moved on. Yeah. Now you got the rematch. And, but you keep talking. You're making all these excuses about overtraining. Um, it wasn't in it that day. Uh, the judges were against you. So now, no more excuses. You get your shot, and we're going to have to settle this. And I don't want to hear nothing else. That's a, that, Not word for word, but that was pretty much exactly what he said. I love Andre Ward. <laughs> I, I love Andre Andre, it goes, look. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm an East Coast mm -hmm. guy, but, you know, it's, man, Kendrick Lamar, mm -hmm. Andre Ward, like, all these cast men, just, like, whatever they do, oh, I yeah. just love it. So, one of the first things we talked about after, um, when we talked, when we were talking about Andre Ward saying that he may retire, depending mm -hmm. on what, Andre Ward does not have to prove anything to anybody. No. He, he took a page out of a Floyd no. book, and he was if like, he wants oh, y'all. continue to live with a life with the internet. You don't retire before this rematch, that's for sure. No, you don't. But he has earned that right. Yeah, yeah. He has earned that right to mm -hmm. do it. But I re and but it's like we were talking about then. Kovalev's talking about, yo, you scared. He was like, yo, I took this fight. I got, I got this fight. I went after I this went, fight. I, went, yeah. I took this fight. So it's just like, mm -hmm. and you got that learn. You got that learning uh, experience. Now it's going to be a long I'm, time before we actually make any picks on this one and decide if there's anybody going to be team anything. But... A lot of people are like, hey, War's going to work on me even more. But it's hard Anybody for me to think listening. that Kovalev is not smart. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Kovalev proved that the first fight. Kovalev is a way better boxer than I even predicted in that, yeah. too. He actually, ma he actually matched. He, he made smart War think. He made War think. War just dug deeper. That's the only thing that it. War just dug deeper. Mm, the judges the scoring the fight felt that. Yeah, that's how I looked. I I had it either or. Like the the three rounds where it was toss up rounds, I gave to Kovalev so I wouldn't show any favoritism, mm -hmm. and I still had Kovalev winning by like one round. Yeah. So and that's me mm -hmm. trying not to be biased. That's yeah. me going out of my way not to yeah. be biased. And the judges saw it differently, which I wouldn't have been mad at whoever won. But now, how do you feel about Ward's camp? Not let him get. Uh, it's gonna probably be all American judges still, but now this is up. They wanted in the contract that the judges had to be from around the world. Now, the judges are decided by the state commission that has the fight. So Nevada judge decides that, but Ward and them denied it. They said, no, no, we're not going to let you choose that the judges can't be only in America. 
They're like, if you want this fight, if that happens, it happens. But we're not going to do anything to make sure that's the only option. Not yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they're they the A-side fighter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're the A-side fighter. Do you want this fight or not? So they you made You don't think there might be a little bit in there thinking like, well, maybe I should have a little bit of hometown favoritism or just American judges on my side just in case? I don't think, not me knowing him personally, I don't think Ward is that type of dude, man. Okay. I think he can beat him square up, man. It's just like, like he said after the fight, he's like, I've earned everything I've done. So I'm not going to take nothing away from that man thinking that he needs the judges because at the end of the day, when most people get knocked down by Sergey Kovalev, they don't get up. They don't this get man up. got up. He and earned and the looked, name Crusher. And looked better going through the got fight. Got smart. Got smart. That's for sure. So, but we're going to see. This is Ward Kovalev. Watch. 2017. As we get closer and closer, the countdown begins. Pretty soon, I think we're going to have to find a countdown to put on the page. Because we need it. Because I get anxious just talking about it. I get chills thinking about it. I cannot wait for this fight because I love the sweet science. This is Squared Circle 101. Can you tell me what made me feel so good earlier today? No, I can't. Nah. Great things take time. Great. Anything. Anything. You're working to become a champion, working to be the best CrossFitter. You're working at anything. We're working on building this brand in which we're actually doing a really good job, though, man. So, mm -hmm. hey, I, let me get a well, handshake, man. I applaud you, man. Thank you for, for being with know, me on this journey. For those you don't know, it was a great pod. You did a handshake. Yes. Um, and that was a formal handshake, not great, a bro hug. Great things take time. I and then, so I also want to give a special th shout out and thanks to everybody who's contributed to everything on here, whether it's Firstborn, whether it's Moel, whether it's DJ Samaj. Shout out to my man Ed, who we're about to go meet with. Yes. Offering so, us some marketing. This is him. a dude I gave a it's job just, 10 years ago. Shout out for the repost, the retweets. Shout out to everybody. Hey, man, we don't forget. We don't forget, too. So, man, it's everybody think about shout out to Sky Team. Shout out. Hey, we, we're That's on right. our way. We're on our way. Everything takes time, but it's great. Or meant to be great. It's up to you. And that's the direction we're headed is greatness and headlines and bright lights. Popping bottles, shaking hands, maybe some autographs. And an occasional sex tape. Occasional sex tape. But that's plan B, C, and D. Capital D, that is. Now, my man, Shooter, <laughs> will holler at you next week. And you'll talk to me, the Mr. Pinky Ring, shining the hype voice is back. Your man, Sonny Hill. And I'll see you next Thursday.